Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Theology Noir. Theology in the Raw. <laughs> Theology in the Raw. Of Theology in the Raw. This is Elmer Flood speaking to you. Um, I am here with my wife, Chris Sprinkle. Um, this is a podcast we've been planning for a while. We did one of these, I think, two years ago. Yeah. Maybe one year ago. We got a lot of people who said, hey, can you have Chris back on? I get a lot of that. When's your wife coming back on? So back by popular demand, uh, my wife, Chris Sprinkle. How are you doing, Chris? Hey, good. You nervous? A little bit. So I just recorded an interview with a friend of mine, Andrew Bunt. Uh, It probably was released, I think, just prior to this one. We talked about polyamory, sex with robots, and procreation. Um, You probably don't want to talk about any of that stuff, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) So I do want to talk about parenting um, because you're a parent. And you're not just a parent. I think you're an amazing parent. And, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. Um, I, you, you're, you're an amazing mom and you absolutely love it. And you put a ton of time and effort and thinking into being a mom. Like I think, I don't know if a day has gone by since we've had kids where you haven't woken up and devoted a significant part of your day to how can I be the best mom I can? Would that be, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I mean, is that... Yeah. Yeah, I love being a mom. I always wanted to be a mom, and uh, I love our kids, so that makes it so easy. I feel like we have the funnest kids, and um, and so, yeah, being a mom is easy. I feel yeah. like that's what I love doing, and... Yeah. Love devoting my time to. It has its uh, well ups and downs in the sense of definitely challenges. Yeah. I, I don't... Oh, it's hard work, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's hard work, but... but um, but very, I think, rewarding in in one way because it's like, you know, the more time and the work you put into it, um, just the better the relationships, the better the family flow. And so it's, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. How would you describe our our stage right now? I mean, so just so our audience know, I mean, they they, most of them probably know, but we have four kids, uh, 18, 16, 14, and 12. The older three are girls. Um, Mm -hmm. One's about to leave the house. Yep month and a half month and a half uh the youngest is a boy um so that's where we're at so we're in this kind of teenage stage which can be for some people i mean one of the most challenging times and it certainly has its challenges it's also i mean there's just so many unique i don't know like like our kids are they're like adult little adults now you know (laughs) like you we're we have fun with them in a way that's like even if i didn't even if you were my kid, I feel like you're funny yeah. or, you know, we're having like adult conversations and stuff. How would you describe our stage? Yeah, is I that- think this is like, I've loved every stage, but I think this is like the funnest stage in the sense that if I could freeze time, I would freeze this moment right now, right before our oldest is leaving the home. And just because mm-hmm. we're, it's just, we're more friends and we, we've figured out our rhythm. We understand each other so well. I think the last several years in the teenage years, we've uh, just really tried to understand each other and understand each kid and what their Enneagrams are, how they tick, how they work. And so as their personalities have come out, it's been a lot easier to parent in the sense that I can understand and I would understand why they're going to respond this way instead of, um, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of not understanding them. So, yeah, I feel like I I love it. It's, It's hard sometimes it well I would describe it as it's just I thought having little kids was like 
took up the most time but i think the teenage years does mm-hmm. but in a different way and the younger kids it's like everyone needs you because they can't do anything on their own and then now i i find that everyone needs us but more like deeper life decisions life mm-hmm. coaching um and that can be super exhausting and yeah i mean i think we have less time together now than we did when we were kids because we were or when we had little kids because we would put the kids to bed at 7 30 <laughs> and have the whole evening to ourselves and now we're now we put the kids uh, to bed at like 1 a.m <laughs> and oh, we're, we're exhausted going to bed and they're, they're staying up so <laughs> they all they do seem to get really chatty late at night not every night but there's some nights where i feel like it's like midnight when they're like hey i want to talk about the deep things of life and we're like really now what and you're of the mindset of like whenever you're ready right i mean if it's midnight if this is when you want to talk then we'll talk and yeah yeah Yeah. um there so this is theology and rob we got to talk about something that's um we can't we have to we have to make at least some people mad with something we say so (laughs) (laughs) um so we could get into like the debate about like schooling i get this question a lot i mean homeschooling versus christian school versus public school um and we've i i I don't know we can go there we could talk about um well different parenting styles there's always that balance between like being i don't like the word protective but people would frame it as overprotective underprotective how much do you shelter your kids how much do you expose them to the world and i don't i, I don't know we've, we've kind of tried to navigate that and i don't know it's it's not easy to find that balance of like mm-hmm. um and i think some people would say we're very uh maybe i don't know strict That's not, yeah maybe strict on some things and then very non-strict on other things yeah. would you say yeah what are some things you you, you would say like oh no i want to be strict on this or that or um we can start oh, there you have any mm. shoot um, <laughs> you're, you're trying to blame i mean i think our, the 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 one that always stands out for me is like social media with teenage, yeah. teenage girls like we don't allow I think, okay here's media. one i i think i'm real sensitive to the mind and what you put in the mind, it you can't it can't ever leave. And so I think I would I and where this is where we have some differences, but I am stricter <laughs> yes. on what goes in the mind. So movies, books, um, things that you listen to that um, are you you can't get out of your mind. So mm. I um, you say you're more strict than, than I am. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> it's like our we've, I, we've decided that. Uh, and then, then it brings a bone of contention with the kids because they're like, well, dad ha- doesn't have a problem with it. You have a problem with it. And so I think we've had to kind of figure out, I'm like, some things I take and I'm like, yep, I'm the one with the problem. You know, go to counseling later in life for <laughs> what I've done to you. And other, I'm taking my chances. And other times I think we've, I'm like, well, you know what? Just ask dad and dad can hold the responsibility of it. So we're I gonna, think we try to- We're going to get a fight here. <laughs> I, so I, I, I would say, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm probably a little more lenient on movies, but I'm not even saying I'm right. Like, I, I think I, I, I don't think I have the best judgment on some of that where I think you probably do. So I don't think I'm like standing my ground. No, they should watch, you know, um, Nightmare on Elm Street or something. I think because of like social media and all the web access compared to our day. Yeah. um, I think 
they've gotten into our kids' minds so much and just subtly and our kids are just kids in general. Kids in general. This generation. So I think that I hate that and I don't want that. I I feel Mm. like not growing up with that, we just had more simple minds, right? We didn't think if it wasn't in front of you, you didn't think about it. Um and Mm. if and you weren't your mind wasn't caused to like think deeper or, you know, and so Mm. so many of these conversations that everything that's on in theology yeah. in the row, you know, that it's like we didn't have that to think about. Not that it's a bad thing, but I, I think um, I'm just sensitive at like just making sure that their brains are, well, we know that their brains aren't developed until they're 25. Mm-hmm. So until that, Th- these are the things that are shaping our kids and I don't want anything shaping my kid unless mm-hmm. it's God and us <laughs> and like good peers that I would have confidence in. So, um, yeah, so I think that's that's more, more where I come from. It's not that like I don't want my kids hearing swear words or anything like that. I It has hmm. nothing to do with that. It's more just psychologically. So, yeah, I would be more up for them watching a war movie with lots of blood and everything than um, just a psychological movie. So like the Joker or, you know, any of those, which I've seen and my kids have seen. But I just think like if your brain can't or split, handle, how about split some of those yeah, psychological yeah. kind yes. of thrillers it's that like it causes you to think maybe I have like d- d- double personalities. Maybe I think that way. And it just yeah. and then it creates more hmm. damage in in their brains than than they need to so that that's more and you know that like i it's not about like sheltering them with like swear words or like i want my kids to be exposed to lots of different things and i want them to be able to choose differently but the psychological part is something that i think Hmm. that is really messing up our kids or even like that in general like really dark like dark you said war movie but i think like it's there's certain kinds of violence that would be like hey this is part of life we, you know yeah. might as well know it exists yeah, like, but then so, there's other like well, dark kind of violence so the hate you give like love that movie right yeah. right such a good movie i mean so much swearing so much hood mm-hmm, like inner mm-hmm. city but it completely portrays like what is like reality where i just think these um the psychological things i just it's not all reality mm-hmm. like it's just creating things and we're and we see that in our ministry is so many teenagers that are so confused about everything and they you know and it's like you just want to go back to like where did they all begin so many times it's social media yeah. youtube it's the different things so mm-hmm. yeah i think really strict with that and then other things i feel like i want them to be kids and just go do whatever like go have freedoms go figure out how to like mm-hmm. live and you know yeah so and I wouldn't say I, there's people that I think are more strict than us, even when it comes to movies and shows yeah. and stuff. Oh, like sure. they've memorized The Office, and some people would say like, "Oh my gosh, that's." <laughs> I mean, another yeah, I don't know. And music, we're pretty. I don't know. I don't know if I. I don't. It's hard to compare too. It's like if we say we're lenient on music, well, compared to who, you know? Yeah. Um, but they typically listen to most, almost all secular music. They have some Christian artists they like, but yeah. Um, they like. I mean, I yeah. Gotta be careful here, but like they appreciate really good music. Like yeah. they like, you know, artistic music that's creative and thoughtful and stuff. And um, sometimes Christian music doesn't always express that. But yeah, um, yeah. so uh, you also handle, you're kind of the front line at the center. So my wife works, she works full time for the center. Full time, and you kind of run the place really. <laughs> but you get all the, all the emails and you've uh, been doing kind of, frontline emails for me with theology and raw and even just 
my website and stuff for a while now. So mm-hmm. you get the pros and the cons. <laughs> What's that like? Uh, Running it or? Well, just getting the, you? getting the, yeah. I mean, you get some amazing emails and then, which, which can be encouraging, but you also get the, yeah, just, I don't know if you guys know, but like, when you guys send in a, a critique or whatever, like you're the one that gets to read that. Well, that's what I just told you before coming down here. I was, I said, I don't think I want to be on Theology of the Raw, open myself up to all the criticism. I'm like, I'm going to be the one getting it. And I'm like, that was me. <laughs> um, no, it's. Yeah, there's pros and cons. I think there's been different seasons where I've had to um, pass it on to somebody else to respond and, you know, kind of um, yeah. sometimes it's a little too heavy and not yeah. something that I care to um, read or think too deeply about. And other times, I, I mean, I think I'm good at my job. So in a sense, help like when I think maybe eight days, eight years ago when I you were sinking and I was like, you need help. And then yeah. uh, I was like, well. I don't want anybody else <laughs> helping you that intimately, like with like knowing all your schedule, knowing everything, talking to you so much. So I said, well, let me let me take over and, and handle some of the things. And um, and so I think that was um, what kind mm-hmm. of sparked it. And, yeah. you know, so it's been good, too, because I know other people that like do a lot of traveling and speaking. It can be that can become a bone of contention in, in the marriage. Mm-hmm. And I think we had that early on a little bit, yeah. like if I was taking on too much and when I was making all those decisions, that was, you know, difficult. But now, I mean, you basically tell, so yeah. could come to me and say, "Hey, I think here's These some things options. you should do," and yeah. um, and so it's never like me saying, "No, I'm going here." It's you saying, Great. "No, I I think you should go do this." So, yeah, because um, it's hard to make those it's hard to make those decisions, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the centers. I mean, uh, yeah, seeing all of, all of that, all of those emails can be really challenging. I would say. I mean, would you say that? What percentage would you say the emails you get they come in would be like positive and versus the critiques? I mean, mm. is it far outweigh? Or... Um, I think it depends. I always depends. know when you put out like something, <laughs> I mean, they're a blog or you know, then it's like it'll be you know fifty fifty. If not, okay. we get a lot of positive uh, feedback. I mean, I think people that don't <clears throat> like us <clears throat> probably just write us off and just you yeah. know. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's it depends. Yeah. Do, do you have you? Because I think in the past the criticism was hard, right? Yeah. Like yeah. people criticizing your husband or whatever, yeah, and that. I, I do you get read, kind of numb to it now? Or? No, I just don't. I don't really read those too much. I kind of like skim it a little bit and just okay. think if it's something you need to respond to, do, and if not, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Tough balance. All right. Let's talk about school. Uh, okay. We have. Let's see. Our oldest went to public school for like a year and a half. What kindergarten through half of first grade? Oh yeah, right. Probably yeah. don't remember that. Yeah, well, and then everybody's gone to school for a year, public okay. school, a year to a year and a half. Just tried it, in in more in their middle school. I guess Cody was elementary, Jesse was elementary. So I tried it. Everyone wanted to see what was on the other side of the fence. <laughs> what do they do over there? <laughs> but then yeah, so we've homeschooled for the most part. Yeah, um, they and then wanted to come back. Yeah, our kids wanted yeah, like nobody yeah. wanted to go back, so it works. I think we have a really fun life. So I think at the end of the day, when they go to with God to school and sit at a desk all day, it's like yeah, I could be doing that or I could be doing the things that you know. Yeah. So I we I've always been a mom that plans a ton of things. I love I yeah. love life. I love doing lots of things. So um, 
there's always we're always doing stuff so yeah. i think that was just sitting at a desk and none of them cared too much for it yeah yeah the times they've gone to school they've yeah they realize how kind of it's not all wasted time but there's a lot of wasted yeah. time and at least their public school experience they're kind of like yeah. man i was gone all day and half the kids were just on their phones or yeah. like the assign you know just it just seemed like a lot of wasted time and i, I feel like our kids have like any like they appreciate if like they want to get a lot done during the day yeah right like they're yeah. efficient kind everyone of. has their own hobbies and things that they're passionate about and love to do and so i've always for i've always um i i feel like as parents our job is to set them our kids up for success and set them up to just like not only just uh take like leave the coop but like fly out of the coop so mm -hmm. i think early on i've always i've every year of like what do you want to learn this year what do you want to what are you passionate about what do you want to study what do you want to whether it's music whether it's art or dancing or you know um and not just only creatives but like even uh like cooking history of you know egypt i know kaylee yeah. was so passionate about egypt for many years and we just um, just did so many different I and I would try to gear education around mm -hmm. that and like whatever somebody wanted to do so I feel like everyone all has all of their passions all the things that they love to do we wake up in the morning and everyone has like a list of all the things they want to accomplish like mm -hmm. two of them are doing a music video right now and um, <laughs> you know teaching lessons and so and I've always taught them to make money and so we figure out a way to make money from the time they're little whether it was mm -hmm. making little baked goods and going around the neighborhood and selling them they had an egg business they had um the, Kaylee was teaching horse lessons at 12 we had a horse oh, yeah. and she would get all the neighborhood kids and, and put them on a horse and and so I feel like with that I think it's it's really um fulfilled a lot of like um things that you know going to school they wouldn't have been yeah. able to do all those things so um yeah so i i think uh it's worked for us and we travel a lot and mm. we you always bring a kid with you somewhere and then um we try to um plan different things um mm -hmm. in between those things so um yeah i i feel like just education like i i'm passionate about here you go here's a little passion <laughs> i hate the thought of a bored teenager I just think that is just insane. No teenager should be bored. And if they're bored, it's because they're not like doing something that they're like uh, excited about. Like for a teenager, the whole world is open. Like they finally just get these freedoms. Maybe they're driving, maybe they're like um, able to be a little more independent. And so to just be sitting at home and not doing anything and so bored, it's like they just haven't found something that like make wants to make them get up in the morning and so mm -hmm. from the time they were little i think i've instilled that in that like what make what do you want to do tomorrow morning like when you wake up and and to me i just feel like the sky's the limit like anything you want to be the best bass guitar player great let's find you teachers let, let's like let's try to give you put give you the tools so that you can um just mm -hmm. enjoy life succeed and feel confident mm -hmm. in in certain things and so um i think i think yeah so i don't know mm -hmm. yeah no, that's good why do you think the school question is so like volatile like i i feel like if if <laughs> i don't know like like if we say like oh we homeschool our kids yeah. some people the public school feel like might feel threatened or yeah or christian school I or think, whatever like i think everybody has an opinion about everything <laughs> and to a fault i think um for me i 
I love what we do. I stand behind with it. If I were to redo it, I not I wouldn't change one thing. We've no. done all different things. I mean, we've put our kids in co-ops. They've always been in classes. So it's not like they're just sitting home all day long. I mean, mm-hmm. they have, they're always, in fact, we do like we're moving around. They're always in a, like either in a sport or in a, um, classes. I mean, you can go to the school and take a science class or different things. We've tried all everything, honestly, like, no. um, and well, the only thing we haven't tried is a full-time Christian school. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it's true. But, but um, I think everyone's just opinionated because of like what they do and what they see. And I'm really passionate about what we do, but everyone can do what works for them. Like, the, yeah. like our life does not work for everybody else. And some moms wouldn't like to be home with their kids all day long. Like be the teacher, be the mom, be yeah. the everything. I happen to like love that. I loved teaching them things like I, I whatever I was excited about whatever I wanted to learn I was like I wanted to teach that and that's mm-hmm. you know so I don't I don't I don't know I don't think people should be opinionated about that opinion about what I do mm-hmm. and I don't feel that opinionated about what you do as long as it works like yeah. as long as everyone's like happy and it, like what doesn't what's not good is people are miserable and it's not, so then it's like well that's not working like mm-hmm. everyone needs to be really not that every moment of your decisions are super happy i mean i had plenty of (laughs) homeschool days where it's like i don't think i'm doing a good job um but you also know people feel like that in the school systems and you know teachers feel like that students feel like that in in all different things so as long as it works and and i would say the majority of like maybe 80 percent is like good and works for everybody then just do that so whether mm-hmm. it's if it's public school for you and it, the kids are thriving great you i mean we have kids that, yeah we're friends good friends whose kids are in the public school system and they thrive and in they're they're like such a witness and they are so like and they're not influenced and i'm so glad for that and so i don't mm-hmm. think they should do anything different and others you know we have ki- we have friends all across the board that mm-hmm. do everything and and so yeah so as long as it works and by works, it's like the main job a parent has, as a Christian parent has, is to disciple your kids. Yeah. Like you, in the the family we're thinking of, that their kids are in public school, they've yeah. all gone through, and they're just ama- they have, they're amazing. They they are some of the most intentional parents. I mean, mm-hmm. I've ever met yeah. with their kids. Yeah. They're like you know. Um, yeah. And it just it depends. It depends on each kid, and it depends if you have boys and girls, and if you have, and what their personalities are, and you know, there's just. I mean, I love to study people. I love to study kids. I love to really understand, get inside their brains, and try to understand like why they do certain things. Mm-hmm. And and so um, I feel like it's like you have to take case by case, and yeah, um, you know, and and I, I mean, but I I feel like we. The other thing I, I feel passionate about is that, you know, God has put you in charge of your kids. If you have kids, he's put you in charge of, of their lives for 18 years. Like if like you, they are yours in a sense exclusively until they leave the home. And I think that we as parents need to take that really seriously and not give up on that. And so I feel like I've always told my kids because they homeschool, they can get done early. Like they like they're online like our second she could finish a year early if she wants to um just because she works fast it's she you know gets her work done and done by like 10 right? <laughs> and, and stuff but i always said but you're not leaving the home 
because like you just get to do what you want if you want to like go do a nine-month masseuse uh like degree and become a masseuse or if you want to go do hair or if you want to learn something you want to go learn a language we can like <laughs> like maybe try to you know get you in language school or maybe go to a country and like for a period of time and do it like whatever it is like just to excel you in life and have you enjoy but like but you're not like just like hitting the road early mm-hmm. because um and thankfully they like love us and they don't they're like fine with that they don't want to leave early mm-hmm. um but i i feel like we have 18 years it, like i was a missionary kid and uh i saw a lot of our missionary friends whose parents would uh, send them to black force academy or you know boarding mm-hmm. school and that was always really hard for me because i was like your parents should be your most influential mm-hmm. um Mm-hmm. like people in your life and and as parents we want to be the most uh, the people that is walking through life with their kids and that's in day in and day out being a part of that because once they leave at 18 they don't have to come back they don't yeah. have to ask you for anything but until then you we have we have them in our hands so i take that really se- seriously and enjoy it and i enjoy every minute of it of like not that things aren't hard but i i really i i especially with our oldest leaving i'm like 18 years goes by so fast and then you and i have the next 60 plus years <laughs> what are we gonna do then chris <laughs> uh just together and so i don't want to miss one yeah. minute really in a sense of those years with them yeah so you mentioned that our kids actually like us i i think, I think that's so. true i mean i think well we're gonna have them we're, yeah. we might do something we might have them come on theology and raw <laughs> without us and uh and we're not allowed to listen to what they listen. say they can what, we can ask uh. they, people can ask them questions and you know so we'll be able to but we think they do we think they do yeah maybe they're lying but let, let's assume that they actually do How, what what advice well maybe describe as you reflect on what you have done to cultivate well what we have okay. done to cultivate that and what because i know there's gonna be some parents listening saying man yeah my kid used to like me but then they turned 16 right. or they got a boyfriend or girlfriend or we just lost connection like so i know that could be uh, yeah like what as, as we reflect yeah. on like what advice maybe maybe especially to a younger parent whose kid is you know 10 11 12 and like man how do i maintain that kind of strong bond do you have any thoughts on that i do actually so well i feel like there's a couple things i i have friends who say my kids are not my friends until they are 18 plus they're not my friends i'm the mom they're the parents and we're not friends and then i have Mm -hmm. others that are like oh we're totally friends and I would fall more on the friend side. Okay. And I feel like if we err a little bit, sometimes they've said to to me yeah. like, like, mom, be a mom. Be a parent, and I'm yeah. like, you're right. Like, totally, that's good. So, I mean, I, none of us do anything perfectly. So you have to kind of, in life, you kind of have to see, mm-hmm. well, what do I do best at? And then like, or what do I want to do be best at? And then kind of, there'll be errors in there. So I, I don't do it perfectly. But um, my that's not my personality mm-hmm. too. Like my personality is I, the people in my life, I like it to be like, just easy and fun and enjoyable. And I like to enjoy time with them. And mm-hmm. so 
I, it's been like that for me with parenting. I would say in the early years, it's a lot more discipline. It's just for first time obedience. Hey, I told you to do that, you didn't do it. You know, mm -hmm. like early on mm -hmm. to like five, six, seven years old. And so that was, I, I remember thinking that was harder for me because I'm more the type like that wants to like talk about it and say, well, why would you have done that? Like that doesn't make, you know. <laughs> but when they're four, why, it's kind of like. <laughs> when they're four, yeah, they don't know. But that's why their later years here it works a little bit better because we really analyze it through like what was going through your mind when you actually did that and so i feel like i fall more on the side of like i i am friends like my girls and i mean not that not cody but um he's still 12 so it's different but my girls like are my favorite people to mm -hmm. just spend the time with we laugh we have so like so much fun sometimes i i do feel like i'm just one of them and that's where i have to find the balance of like mm -hmm. um you know like they do need a parent and so i i definitely i mean i think you do I'm that downplaying yeah. myself a little bit <laughs> i mean i definitely parent them but i think just in the conversations it's a lot more like yeah um I think you do that with Cody too, though, don't you? I mean, yeah, he's younger, but yeah, I mean, well, yeah, actually, I like we you, wrestle every. Yeah, night. you wrestle with him more. <laughs> every night, he's like, I just want to wrestle you, Mom. I'm like, let's go, bring it. <laughs> uh, well, now he's starting to get strong. Oh, oh, he hurt me so bad the other day. I was like, actually, this morning he. <laughs> he? so bad my arm. Right. Anyways, but he so so. Anyways, all that to say, um, I think. Earlier on, it was definitely like more discipline, and we and we were strict. I mean, it mm -hmm. was like, hey, when you meet somebody, you look them in the eye and give them a big hug and say hi. And if you don't, you're gonna get in trouble. Like yeah. we had a very high standard of like because I always I knew I want people to like my kids. Yeah. If they don't like our kids, they're not gonna like us. Right. Like I have people that I'm like, I don't like being around your kid, and I can't invite you over because it, it bothers me so bad. So we were very much mm -hmm. like. You know, our kids have to be enjoyable. They have to be respectful. I mean, a disrespectful kid, no no, no adults want yeah. to be around them. So strict with that. But I feel like as it's gotten like where we talk a lot more, I think that there's just a lot more of a friendship of just, um, I love to have fun, like, right? I mean, it's like if You're my seven. life isn't filled with fun, then I just get so down. So having, uh, creating that with, with in the home and and i did that from the beginning we would i would look at my week and i'd be like okay we're gonna go we're gonna pack a picnic we're gonna uh jump in mm -hmm. the river here and we're gonna you know i just plan out fun things that make the kids so excited to um mm -hmm. for the week for the day for being with us and even like on our family vacations, like, I mean, right. I just mm -hmm. like plan so many fun things no. that it's like, you wouldn't want to miss one of these trips. <laughs> um, so I think, I think that, I think, I mean, yeah, I mean, our, our hope is that our kids do want to come back right after they leave the home that they're mm -hmm. not like, Oh, I don't want to go home and see my parents or, you know, that they would want to mm -hmm. like not miss that. And so I think, um, um, and, and I'm, I'm very, like, we talk about everything in our family, right? We're, like, mm. so open. Like, I mean, it's so open to where... Can you give an example of, the, like, what does that look like? Every conversation is just a normal conversation, like, anything from sex to... Sex. <laughs> no, that's all they want to know. Uh, yeah, just any, yeah, any conversations. It's just, it's flows. It's just, like, I'll be cooking, and they'll ask, like, deep questions. And so it's... Um, 
I think that just having an open line of communication that, hey, you don't have to like be all formal with your parents and have to like have mm-hmm. a conversation like, oh, I can't tell my, I got to tell my parents tonight. It's more, they'll come home from like, you know, the girls just went to a dance the other night and they jump in the car and tell me every single thing about how this boy did this, and, you know, that. Mm. and so I think we've, I've just tried to establish that of just like, hey, there's no shame, like nothing you tell me, like it's, you're not in trouble for telling me anything. It's mm-hmm. like, if we need to like talk through something, we will but just by telling me is not going to get you in trouble so concretely though how did you foster that are you saying like you it initiated earlier on those kind of just really open conversations like so that talking about personal stuff isn't a big it's it's just not personal it's just it's just talking you can talk about whatever yeah Yeah, just ask any question at any point and just yeah very natural and and conversational yeah i think that I've heard someone say it's better to have a hundred one-minute conversations about sex than one hundred-minute conversation. I think it was Jason Sochnick, right? Yeah. Um, But I I feel like would you would that accurately describe kind of your yeah without even really I don't think you really we didn't really talk about this or we just kind of yeah it's an outflow I think of who we are just kind of more open and and even with me and Cody like I feel like I just like anything that could possibly be embarrassing or anything I just 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 ask me like and then just say hey don't worry so many other kids or boys or teenagers or you know they're the same just like you just kind of just make things so that um i just don't want to ever have like formal conversations because that instantly puts everyone's guards up and everyone's just like oh you know so so yeah i mean sometimes it's heated and we all say things i mean (laughs) sometimes you (laughs) and the girls will just go back and forth and preston will be like okay stop yeah you need to like reboot Let's start again, and then it's like, okay, let's start, you know. So, um. yeah, on the friendship side, so one, it's one of the challenges is, like, I feel like our kids, because everything's so open and honest and everything, like they're not afraid to share their opinions or like, right, a lot of t- like when we grew up, we yeah. we constantly oh, yeah. say, oh, that would never fly. <laughs> you can't when tell we were your kids that, yeah. You can't say like, or have a voice into like, yeah. hey, where do you want to do this weekend? And you're gonna have so many opinions and this, yeah. that, and everything. So and- I feel like yeah, that's that's a good because I yeah they they do they tell us stuff. I mean they bit it but in our business and, <laughs> and like tell like you know just tell me things I should do or shouldn't do. And so again, I think. I've re- there's been times where I've been like super offended at be like hey don't talk to me that way or anything mm-hmm. and I think what I've I've realized is like okay we're all gonna like err on one side anytime you go down one road you kind of err on one side or the other at different points so there are will be times and so there'll be times like hey that's super disrespectful D- don't talk to me that way yeah. and then they'll I feel like for the most part they're like yeah sorry or yeah I get that or you know um so yeah I think yeah it's never gonna go yeah. perfect but i would much rather that than the opposite of like feeling like they can't share anything and they can't talk about certain things and that we're like you know that they have to i don't i that they have to talk to their friends about things and not us you know so because that in our generation it was more the authoritarian yeah. right like there's all kinds of stuff like oh i would never well and i think I... we've talked about the different generations where yeah. we've our generation now has swung much. so much to where you know it'll be interesting to see what our kids their generation is uh-huh. going to look like in their parenting because i feel like our ours was authoritative and it was just like discipline and and yeah. tell us like the, like really teach us about life yeah. you know teach it on paper you teach about life and and black and white everything's black and white here's right yeah. here's wrong our generation yeah. goes well we'll teach you about life just doing it with you 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then somehow their generation is going to be interesting to see. We've talked a lot yeah. about like what our kids, th- how they think they're going to parent. Obviously, it's so young. They you know, don't have uh, they're not married yet, but it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see where they because they'll change. They'll like maybe go a little bit more in the middle or. Yeah. Yeah. Because each parenting style is kind of a reaction. Yeah. Against some of the. Yeah errors of their yeah, parents. Like I have yeah. like I, I just coming down super strong our kids I have I get like anxiety just thinking <laughs> about that. So it's like I can't be like that. Like just huh. just like this is the way it is. Don't don't ask questions. You yeah. know, it's like that just I can't uh I can't be like that. So yeah. then I go the other way, like, well I was thinking <laughs> I don't know, I could be wrong. <laughs> you know, and um I want yeah, I wonder what 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 in our parenting, in our both you and I, but also our generation of parenting, is going to be the thing or that our kids didn't like that they're going to tr- correct? Yeah. You know, what, like it's a little hard yeah. to think about. Like, what am I doing now that our kids going to say, "Oh, I'm definitely not going to do that when I'm a parent"? You know? Yeah, or, I don't know. Well, it's interesting. Our kids have said this to me recently that they feel like they had two different types of moms, <laughs> and it's interesting that they would remember this. But they said they remember me when they were younger a really lot more strict and you know Hmm. and then now they feel like i'm not strict and really oh yeah they were just saying that and at first i was like they they said you just you're totally different person and they're like and and they said they almost remember the time when there was like a shift over and and without like not that i like literally wrote it out on paper but yeah i felt like in the younger years you have to gain they have to like obey like mm-hmm. they just like go get your shoes on like we're leaving and if they're going to argue about why they should get their shoes on it's just not going our family's not going to work so i think there mm-hmm. was a lot more like this cuz i just told you don't don't ask again just go do it and then we can talk about it later mm-hmm. but you know yeah. and but then i remember like once we had that established of like yeah our kids obey us like in general like there's obedience um then i felt like i was able to move into like the next stage of just like um, yeah, does that bother you that I said that or how, you know, like be able to talk through or them saying like, I don't like how you said that. And it's like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> me explain mm-hmm. to you why. And you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, yeah. so, but it's interesting. They've said well, that they felt like they had two different moms and I'm like, I could see how you could yeah. feel that and, and see that. That's not necessarily a bad thing you're saying. I mean, it, no, I, I would redo the same thing. I mean, I, I feel like there needs to, I mean, I see a lot of three-year-olds that are just so unruly and it's oh, like you can see the parents they just hate being around their kids i mean it's just like it's so hard to be around them when they're mm-hmm. just it's not it doesn't flow how do you because i'm sure people are listening and they're like that's my three-year-old <laughs> like, but how, like what advice would you give to because we i mean our kids growing up some were All super compliant yeah. some were super like oh, took really a long time to get yeah. over. so it's not like our kids just naturally and we were around kids families were um were you, but okay, so the Dodson. <laughs> what you're gonna say? <laughs> well, shout out the Dodson. <laughs> shout out to Joey Dodson and Sadie Dodson because uh, when yeah, we tell the story. Okay, so we're in hilarious. Scotland. Oh we, they have kids that are maybe, you know, several. Well, they're like, like three years older than ours. Yeah, but like, like the this. oldest is like three or four years older than our oldest, and I would say we have and even seen their personalities now. Really strong personalities out of all of our kids, all of them leaders and strong. Wait, our, and our kids. Our kids. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, and so from younger, just so much, like just so much commotion, so much like, yeah. you know, <laughs> really difficult on some stages with some kids and other ones like easy and, and, and their kids. So we're in Scotland and, uh, 
in they were doing phd you and yeah. joey and uh, i remember we were putting all our kids to bed we were trying to hang out yeah. in the evenings and we've had our rooms and, and, and that's to get our kids to bed and quiet it was a chore almost every <laughs> like it wasn't like so much it, talking and asking talking and, 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 and everyone has yeah. to go to the bathroom and everyone has to get a drink and you know just just a lot though to where when you finally go they finally go to bed you're just like oh my gosh well joey and sadie are in the other room and they do a little quick good night, little quick prayer. And we walk by their rooms. Ours is like chaotic. Theirs is like quiet. With the All lights on. Four of their kids in one queen size bed. <laughs> right, just like next to each other. So ours, we have to like separate them because you know they're going to be like touching, oh, fighting, yeah. everything. Right next to each other, lights on, fully asleep, not even moved. <laughs> or even if they weren't asleep, they were just their, their eyes were just they're just laying there, like they're going to yeah. sleep. And I was like, <laughs> "What did you do?" I was like, and he's like, "Nothing, just kissed him goodnight." And you he, put him to bed. Well, how did you get to this point? You know, we're like sweating and just trying to like get through the night. And I'm like, what did you do to get through this? And literally Joey's answer, love you, Joey. But he's like, we just told him that this is the way it goes. Yeah, that just... they just need to go to bed. And I was like, you just told them that they need to go to bed. As if I'd never told our kids to go to bed. <laughs> and he's like, they just did. And it, so I still forever remember that. It was like, is you know, and that's why you have to be so careful in yeah. like telling like, this is the way it works. Nothing works for any, like, what works for you does not work yeah. for somebody else. Um, they just, you know, they had easy kids. I don't know. They just. <laughs> <laughs> or even like driving too, like going across town sometimes oh. with, some, well, I'm not going to out throw any of my kids mm. under the bus necessarily, but sometimes driving across town, if it was more than 15 minutes, so much. we couldn't get, we just, it was so much. They just had to get out and I need, and, and other kids. Other... And doesn't it make sense that our kids, I mean, our kids yeah. are, have a lot of energy are so full. It's yeah. like they're you and me put together, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, but other people are like, they've drive for hours and the kids are like staring yeah. out the window. I'm like, <laughs> no. well, how do they just stare out the window? It's crazy. But we had, so I would say Cody was like that. Yeah. Like he was, he was that kid where it's like, he would get in his, yeah, he would get in his car seat and just kind of sit there and. Like, yeah, we tell him, all right, go to bed. He's asleep and everyone else is still doing stuff and talking (laughs) and maybe getting in a big discussion and, and he's just like, you know, he's just a. So how do you, how do you, let's go back to that parent who maybe has that kid who is unruly, who's disrespectful, you know, they're just difficult. Okay. Um, how, How do you, how do you address that? Like, what do you do? Well, I think something I don't know because not knowing the person and the way like life is, I mean, it's mm-hmm. like there's so many factors. It's like that immediately go through my mind of like, oh, let me see your life. Um, but I would say like you got to pour even deep, heavier into it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we've had even seasons right like recently with our teenagers where it's like there's like maybe some things that are not in order, not in check. And it's like then we're all in like hmm. instead of like i think temptation is to like oh my gosh send them off to camp <laughs> do something just get away like kind of like mm-hmm. and for me i just think like just d- dig deeper spend more time like re- like really establish just a deeper relationship and so uh, it's hard to kind of know like a three-year-old yeah. but but i would say putting them in a daycare is not the thing to do at that time you know i mean that's my like so yeah. like dig in deeper and and there's so much trial and error like some things work one time and then doesn't work again and so it's not easy but i feel like it's 
like keep pressing on like and and go full force in. or treat it like a very really high priority right yeah or even like i for example like going to the grocery store with little kids can be can be a nightmare yeah. right but if you're like i've got an hour to go to the store come back and if your kid starts doing a tantrum in the store and like you're rushed and everything like that's gonna be difficult but if you say i need to go to the store my kids are probably going to be really difficult I need to carve out two hours because I might yeah. have to yeah. remove them from the store or do something or spend time or yeah. because you don't yeah you or, don't want kids doing like, tantrums yeah, be prepared for what's to come right that. so I would like yeah maybe hey we'll get some French bread when we get to the store and you can nibble on some French bread while we're in the store mm. you know try to mitigate like some it's of bribing the... but it, it's there's a balance between bribing and just making helping them succeed right so <laughs> if you have a, a kid that's super fidgety well you give them something to fidget on and so mm. if you have that mindset of like of just yeah help them succeed so whatever mm -hmm. that looks like and and what i'm now seeing on this end everything's for a stage okay you're not going to have a, a 14 year old that it's just so much in a store i mean it's like <laughs> maybe but most of the time it's like they mellow out or they you know so i think just seeing like it's just a small stage you're, you're you have little kids that are uh just wild okay how can we help them succeed for this yeah. one time it's hard because it's there is a fine well there's a balance between kids growing out of certain things or certain habits just translate differently as they get older get older for instance i mean a kid who is allowed to kind of just throw a tantrum whenever he wants yeah. to get his way that's gonna i think it's gonna translate when he's a teenager right. yeah he's gonna know he's gonna have patterns built in saying i just need to throw a tantrum in my own 14 way now and I'm going to get yeah. my way and but that's just not going to work in the real world so it's like you're setting them up for failure but I think there are there are certain things they do grow out of I like, just watched this uh, <laughs> this this YouTube or this clip or whatever this guy his kid was throwing a tantrum in the store and uh, screaming because she wanted something and he just picks her up and leaves his stuff there and walks her out and he puts her on puts her on top of his hood and just sits right next to her and she is just screaming six minutes like the, the video is like he's like i'm just gonna sit here and just on the like, hood of the car tie her out yeah like you know hood of the car just sitting there and then all of a sudden she's so tired and stuff and she starts like stopping you know and stuff and he's like are you done and she's like mm -hmm. and he goes all right let's go back in and literally, that's what he did. <laughs> and he went back in. And I was like, well. Is that good? Do you think that's like letter? I mean, it's one. It, I d again, I feel like there's different. I don't know what else, what all he's tried in different yeah. times, right? Maybe some he's tried so many things. but it, And then um, it, it just, you know, I just was like, well, I mean, he didn't let. She didn't win. She didn't get what she wanted. Oh, because she, she was wanting something. Yeah, she okay. was wanting something, and he she was ruining his time. And then he he's like, it didn't ruin his time shopping, and it mm -hmm. ruined like. So I feel like you know what she, she he showed her she he's the boss. Like he controlled her. Hmm. He brought her out, and then when she was done, he brought her back in. And so, hmm. um, like that's the ultimate goal to try to try to teach that kid yeah. that like, throwing a tantrum he, is not going to get what you want like in just in life just because you want something yeah. doesn't mean you are going to get it especially if you act in obnoxious right and he said to that to her yeah. he said he said we don't act like that in the store okay and she's like okay and he huh. goes so we're going back in but you can't do that okay and she's like okay 
But you watched all six minutes of the girl screaming. <laughs> I think they, they ski, I think he says oh, okay. in it like one minute later or something. You know, and, talk about anxiety. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, totally. My heart was pounding for him because it's you know. But wow. um, I think, and that's the thing in parenting. You try all those things. I mean, I feel like we've tried yeah. so many things, yeah. and then it's like there's not one thing that works. There's so. a lot of frustrating moments or moments where you just feel like a failure. Just oh yeah. Golly. Yeah, it's just not working, but. But the goal is 18 years that they want to come yeah. back and that they are happily uh, like leaving. Not that they're happy to leave, but that they're leaving feeling like successful and that to conquer the world and what they're mm-hmm. going to face. Is that kind of a goal you have, like a motivation? Like, what can I be doing now that when they're out of the house, they will want to come back? Yeah. Is that... Oh, yeah. I huh. want them to come back. Where'd you get that from? You just kind of. I don't it? know. <laughs> you don't read a ton of parenting books anymore, do you? I mean, so this is just kind no. of trial and error stuff. That yeah. You've thought of yeah Yeah. huh wow empty nesters in a few years Mm. don't want to talk about it no (laughs) i think i mean i know you're going to be super sad i i think i'm going to be a wreck even though like i'm uh you know not around as much as you are you know but um yeah i don't know i just can't imagine waking up with like a quiet house yeah i mean i think we'll we'll stay busy we're not going to be ones to just yeah you still gonna like me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where. I mean, that that's okay. So everything you're saying about pouring into your kids and focusing on your kids, but is there a potential that could backfire on the marriage? Haven't we heard that? Like well, for 18 you I, years, your life last, is well. For the last couple of years, we it's been on our radar, right? Yeah. We, we say it to our, each other a lot, like, "Hey, like we go on dates and we do like." Um, I mean, we love being with our kids. So when we go on vacations, we're all together, that yeah. kind of stuff. But I, I, it's on our radar to be like, like I don't want our kids to be stressed out about us. Like mm-hmm. that if we're bored or if we like, we have to really like each other in order for our kids to really like us. Like right. if they see contention in our, in our marriage or that we don't like us, that's gonna throw the whole family dynamics off, and they won't want to. So like, there's motivation that. So I mean, it's not hard for me. I will say. I mean, I like like. You know, you're so, you're a fun person, and <laughs> used to be shout out. No. Used to be a lot um, funner. Like I love being around you. Like we laugh, we have so much fun, um, and so I think we just it's been on our radar yeah. for the last couple of years of like, hey, as our kids are leaving, we got to make sure that they are also seeing that we really still like each other. That yeah. our whole world is not just them. That is a big vote. I mean, because like you said, a huge part of your day every day has been yeah involved yeah. with your kids I thinking think about it and that's yeah. gonna be i think that'll be the transition of that'll be hard to be like well like no one needs me anymore you know but i think <laughs> yeah. um we'll we'll figure that out and yeah it, it already changes with teenagers like that i mean the other like what a couple weeks ago i was like like in the past it was like i was like hey today we're gonna do this now it's like hey does anybody want to go do this and people be like nah and so then <laughs> it's different and so i'm already feeling like yeah it's not as much i i don't have all the time that i had before with them and so i'm starting to have my own mm-hmm. um like i'm starting to take up pottery <laughs> pottery that's right pottery just class. things that it's like that, How's that i going? enjoy i just picture the movie ghost whenever i think of pottery <laughs> <laughs> you and I <laughs> oh wait was that a racy scene i forget they he didn't have sex with the ghost did he wait he no he was the ghost no i think it, it's a scene that i think that was the christian hubbub okay. like oh Christians like a no no kind of like the harry potter of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh man what a, okay what, what what how much long how long have we gone i can't see oh, okay we got a few more minutes um 
uh, discipling your kids? I get this question a lot. Like, uh, I had somebody ask me, one of my Patreon supporters, um, what do you do to, can you recommend like a good devotional material for you and your kids or whatever? And I said, well, we've kind of tried the kind of more regimen, like more the, it just doesn't really, I don't know. It doesn't really flow with our family dynamic. So I feel like, and, and I'm, I'm not saying this, like, here's the way to do it. Or even if we, that we've done it right, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's kind of woven throughout the day and normal life. We have done seasons. I mean, last fall yeah. we were getting up and reading the Bible together as a family. We haven't done that in a while. Um, our older kids, thank God, truly thank God that they have like an independent kind of rhythm that they, you know, comes in seasons, but they are going through studies and reading their Bible and yeah. praying and stuff. So they have kind of a more, more of an independent yeah. faith journey now. Um, but I still, I still do miss those family times. It's just so hard yeah. practically. Well, yeah, like, when I don't little know. kids I, and they went to bed at seven thirty. I mean, we were so faithful. We'd read the Bible every night with yeah. them and pray, and I just our schedules just don't. I mean, doesn't work that way with you know people are working and yeah. coming and going and stuff. And so I think there's just different. Se- I think you just have to look at different seasons for different things. So yeah. to just say like every morning we're going to wake up at this time and do devotions together. It's like, well, maybe that works. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe one, if one kid has a job that they work till midnight every night, waking up at six is a nightmare like for them, you know, so it doesn't work for that. Yeah. So you just constantly reevaluate. I think that's where I, I probably do a good job in our marriage mm-hmm. and in our family of like reevaluating, like even in yeah. our marriage, like if, yeah. if sometimes we're in a season where we don't get a lot of one-on-one time and it's okay, but then we're going to like look at the next season mm-hmm. and make sure we plan that in. So yeah. I think we, I've done, I've done little, um, you know, like six week things with my girls. Um, and just said, just six weeks, we're going to, you know, Monday, like a Monday night or something, mm-hmm. just kind of, if we weren't in like a, a Bible study or something like that, or other times it's just, I've, always said like hey like tomorrow morning let's wake up Mm. and i want to pray with you and just you know and and more individual time with that and so i think it's just um just keeping it it's going to look different all the time and Mm -hmm. but just making sure that you're and you're really good at like taking them out um for chips and salsa and just talking about anything they want to talk about the bible if they have questions and so it's more uh, just convert like just flowing in the their conversation so it's like yeah you know well, Josie, Josie has yeah. she has a, a note uh, ongoing or, list of, ongoing list of like the hardest theological questions. Yeah. She satisfied. She starts feeling like I yeah. need to like go to chips and salsa, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> and, so, <I> and that's <laughs> so, and that's kind of like your part with them. Whereas, yeah. like, I probably like pray more with them about mm-hmm. life things, and and it works. It's great. Yeah. I, I do, I'm not able to do what you do, and yeah. you aren't necessarily able to, you know, do what I do. So yeah. it works. Yeah, and I like chips and salsa. <laughs> well, Chris, we should wrap it up. Uh, thanks for coming on Theology and Raw. How do you feel? Great. Yeah. Whatever ner- comment, negative comments you have, <laughs> keep them. <laughs> I don't want to read them. <laughs> you could send them to me. I'm not you. perfect, yeah. and it's I know it, so I don't need to hear it. Uh, yeah, I totally it. Get, that's the raw part. That, <laughs> <laughs> right? That's the yeah. part that is like I would say to you off the air. Yeah. Read that. I don't need to hear it. Yeah, I, no, it's, it's yeah. I mean, if you do anything public, you're. It's like, of course, you're gonna get criticism, right? It's just the more you do, write something, say something, whatever public. I mean, some human is gonna disagree, and it's just, it is what it is, you know. And yeah. you listen to the 
you listen to what you can try, try to improve, be humble. And, but you can't just pay attention to every little criticism that every person has. You just yeah. can't. And on the flip side, let's all not be so opinionated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just hold your comments a little bit. If everyone held back half yeah. of their comments, I think we would have a better life. I, I am impressed with the, the tone of at least some of, of the criticism I get. They, they, yeah. They're often like, and sometimes on social media, I'll see, you know, hey, somebody love saying, your stuff. Yeah. You do such a great job, you know, but I, I don't agree with that. And that's totally fine. Yeah. And that's the thing is you've always been like, nobody has to agree with me 100% uh, at all. I don't even agree just, with me Let's just respect time. each other. Let's be kind. Let's realize we're all right. like walking towards Christ and trying to figure this out. So, right. Um, yeah. In that, we're just, it's going to look different and messy sometimes. Absolutely. So. Thanks for coming on Theology Nara. Sweetie, I'll see you later. Okay. <laughs>